are listening to an unpopular podcast. Sitting of the Thing Committee, Australia's definitive authority on things. Introducing your hosts, Josh Withers and Steve Mulk. Anyway, the three of them are dead set spunks. Yeah, right. And they're all like 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were fucking great. I really quite enjoyed watching them. We're talking good. about the Shantuzis. That's the Shantuzis, guys. Yeah, In case this ends up being a podcast extra. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hear them on tomorrow's Bridge yeah, and Limo. The goldsmiths aren't short of a quid. So I'm wondering why Toddy's had to go back to the Shantuzis <laughs> and wedding celebrancy. Keeping yourself busy, I think. Loving to perform. You love to That's perform. That's right. Needs yeah. to get in touch with the people. There's only so many <laughs> residuals you'll get out of the sex show. <laughs> the se- was she in the sex show? She yeah, never that. hosted it. Yeah, I remember that. But she didn't host just the sex show. Sex, didn't Sophie it? Lee do that as well? Yeah, I think Sophie Lee did the first series. Uh, and she then always did the others. She always did the first series of stuff, like uh, cartoon. She did the um, Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers thing. thing. Yeah. Thing. Um, that was so good. And the freaked out, <laughs> freaked out flower children, just talking of bands. Yes. Actresses right. and bands. Remember them? The freaked no. out flower children? Uh, Sophie Lee? She was assistant backup dancer, I think. Wow. She played the flute or something? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She had a, a yeah, jumpsuit. Right. Yeah. In the I freaked remember. out flower children. Yeah. yeah. Was that post Bugs Bunny? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And so it might have been. So there's a th- I lived in London for three years, so there's a three year hole in my Aussie. What did, you, what did you do in London? On all levels. Yeah, yeah. So, you didn't miss much. I I was an account, accountant and a comedian for three years in London. Where and what year? What ninety five to ninety eight? Yeah, right. Just trying to wrap my brains. What happened in Australia between ninety five and ninety eight? Uh, Nora's place was big. <laughs> Port, Port Arthur happened while I was over there. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest thing I can. Yes. Oh, the gun buyback scheme. That was ninety six. Yeah, political drama. Yeah, yeah. That's all you really. A Stuart Diver. Stuart, Stuart that happened. That was ninety seven. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Because you remember reading Australian news whilst I, I just remember those. Australia? I just because remember those massive stories while I was over there. Like I wouldn't have been able to give you the year that those things happened. So the right. thing I but can you remember were, about nineteen ninety eight is my wife leaving me. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I just got cheerful in here. <laughs> 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 yeah, talking about death. But did you? Oh, yes, you were there for ninety seven with. <laughs> Princess Diana then. I was there when Princess Diana died, yes. Oh, right. wow. So that was, that was oh, pretty wow. big. Yeah. So I was actually in Iceland at the time. I was in a youth hostel in Iceland. And that's where we got told. But then we flew back to London. Not because of that. Just that holiday was over. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't want to. Three, bloke, three Aussie blokes needed to go back to grieve with the nation. <laughs> but we got back there. and then. But we did go down to Kensington Palace. It was just the... Just crazy. I don't know if you remember seeing it on the yeah. news. Crazy oh, yes. sea of flowers. You could have picked was, up yeah. some really cheap cellophane there. Uh, you, you could have. You could have. I remember seeing all the notes. People would write oh, notes yeah. on the flowers. And mm. I remember thinking to myself, it's really beautiful. But I'm pretty sure no one's going to read that. Mm, I was, You know, because it's like literally like hundreds of thousands. Of, yeah, it was lots. Yeah. yeah. You did, could barely get past the anythings. Did you do any gigs with Matthew Hardy? I certainly did. Yes. Hardy and I toured together. Well, and well, under an, under a banner name. Yep, yep. It was the um, it was uh, right, sure. 
Right, I'm trying to remember now. It was an Aussie tour, and it was to promote an Aussie beer. <laughs> it may have been Forex. I'm eating a nut while I'm doing it. It's very unprofessional. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't really started yet. So <laughs> it's one of the first you, rules of radio. Don't you, eat while you're on air. What, what did, you, did you call it? Did you call it? Hardy ha ha, it's Lima. That was like the tour. Okay, it was okay. like comedy. I can com- come up with some more if you want. It was comedy tour. Down, it was like down under... Down under up top or something like that yeah. comedy tour, which yeah. is like is mine, oh, pretty good. No. so it was like four X beer. Are you being And it was an Australian under. bill at the time, which was basically every Australian comic in London at the time. So it was Matthew Hardy, myself, Brendan Burns, <laughs> oh, and Phil Davy. I don't know. You probably no, wouldn't know no, Phil no. Davy and Ray Matson. I think may have done a couple of gigs as oh, well. Matson. So that wow. was the five of us. We were the only Australian comedians in London. So we went on tour around the country. And a guy from uh, Neighbours, an actor from Neighbours, was on it as well. He was the MC. Yeah, the, I remember who Which you're one? talking about. Yeah, was he the? Um... It was in a band called Milk, uh, and the band was kind of popular in the UK. Uh, a, wow. a shortish guy, dark short hair. Oh. Uh, but he was like people fell over backwards oh, with look him. Look at you, groundbreaking comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was a hilarious thing we did I'll in just, London. I'm just looking up Milk Neighbours. Yeah, great actor. Yeah, toddler sense. No, no it wasn't toddler sense. No, he's too late, isn't he? Uh, oh, random what was his? It's bad that I forget his name because a good friend of his, who I met on that tour is a guy called Carson, who's a booking agent at ICMI, who I still get gigs through, who I met on that tour, because he's good mates with this neighbour's dude. That pays off. Yeah, you never know what's going to pay off. You never know know what's coming down the pike. (laughs) That's why we're in this hotel room. I've done lots of auditions in hotel rooms. It's really (laughs) dodgy. Have you, Adam? <laughs> yeah. Which is in part my reticence to want to do it like this because I, you're all professional people. You understand the, the realisms of podcasts that the huge budgets we have allow for us to, to hire meeting yeah. rooms and stuff. That's what we're going to do in the business centre. Um, but the there's no way this morning's episode that I recorded could have been done here because they hadn't serviced the room by then. And I'm a messy sleeper. Like, everything gets untucked and chucked everywhere. Yeah, right. It's weird, it's weird bringing strangers into your room and there's, you know, yeah. a pair of jocks laying around. There's nothing wrong with a pair of jocks laying around. That's <laughs> there isn't a pair of jocks laying around. <laughs> no, I am very tidy. Yeah. You've, you've tidied that up. Can I get back to Adam's point, Please. though, about auditioning in hotel rooms? What mm. were the roles you were auditioning for? Um, uh, what was that? The, the, what was that? Delivery man number three. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, the Legends of the Guardians? Was that uh, that, that animation? Gal Hall. Gu- yeah, yeah, that one. I auditioned for that. thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and, and why was it in our hotel room? I, just the producers were in there and they, they <laughs> don't want to actually fork out money for a room. For, you and know, it was animated. Oh, you know, oh, an office to audition. But yeah. Just then, want his voice. Then there are various ads and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you're just auditioning because the person's coming from Adelaide or somewhere and, and, and they go, yeah, so yeah. pretend like you're you in a nutshell. And it's really freaky because it's too intimate. Mm. You know, it's like, like it's all right with all us, yeah. but it was just like you and someone and a camera. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh. yeah. And then you've got the walk down and what? Nothing looks dodgier than a camera set up in a hotel room. So yeah. dodgy. Well, let's be honest. Like when you walk in and there's a bed, even if it's not yeah. angled at the bed or in shot, you yeah, just get yeah. edge of the bed in shot. Yeah. Mm. It feels and the person auditioning you is on the bed <laughs> with the camera. And you're with the camera. <laughs> now take your shirt off. 
<laughs> Don't you think it'd be more natural if your pants were down? Yeah. Isn't this an animated series? Yeah. <laughs> it is now. Uh, so, guys, the Think Committee is a, a fairly straightforward process. We are the definitive uh, authority on things. You know, people say, oh, is that a thing? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm not sure if that's... Could that be a thing? We decide. We, You are now part of the responsibility that is deciding if things are things. <laughs> so, okay. to, ki- to kick off what I'll do, is just to, I'll do a brief introduction, lay down the, the law, and I've got one to warm us up. From okay. there, we can go anywhere. Hopefully, you, you have a thing to discuss. If you don't, that's fine. We can mm. just walk past. I, I forgot my thing. I definitely had a thing, and I forgot it. That's all right. That's all right. Zen on it. Back. Well, you, you may be Did prompted. you pre-prepare a thing? Yeah, no. believe it or not, in the car on the way here, I was like, okay, I got a thing, and then it fell out. Yeah. Um, I got a young child. That, <laughs> that, that looks like a bum. Is that a thing? Your hotel art looks heaps like a bum. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't I, it? It's Look definitely like a thing. Ball. That's yeah. a thing. All right. It's peachy. I was in here early and there was a camera. And, um, oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, you're... What's your thing? What was your thing? I'll I'll introduce you. We'll get started. Oh, Oh, right. And then I'll I'll open up (laughs) the thing. We were nearly finished. (laughs) (laughs) And Lima's done. I've got got nothing else. It's pretty simple. Uh, So, first of all, welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Steve Malk, and I do love plagiarizing podcast intros. Uh, This is the Think Committee. Uh, welcome to the, the assembled throng that I have here. You'll be uh, ready for an amazing conversation between, first of all, the very lovely, not at all pregnant Claire Hooper. Hello. Hi. That's, That's an allegation I appreciate. Nobody else in the room's pregnant either. Well, I am, but <laughs> oh, right. I wanted to sort of let that oh, slip under the radar. Oh, you're special news. I'm very lucky. It's only I'm only at about 56 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the little guy's got hair and a beard and everything. Yeah. I remember. One, I remember <laughs> Sorry, once reading. I accidentally thought about what that looked like. <laughs> you know the. Uh, you know. You know, the, you know those newspapers have crazy headlines like um, the. You know the National Enquirer, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know the you always like nutty newspapers. The post, yeah. I remember reading Daily my Telegraph. Favorite headline I ever read in one of those things was it said. Uh, woman pregnant for 65 years gives birth to pensioner. <laughs> oh, beautiful. My fa- I remember, uh, I, I love, you know, the, the, the famous headlines like... Is uh, Zouar speaking? Like, you know, El- when Elton John married David Furnish, Elton mm. takes David up the aisle, that one. But <laughs> You were responsible for that, weren't you? <laughs> but no, no, not at all. But, you know, the, the, but I like the ones that are really obvious, not making any attempt at, at pun or anything, just saying what's in the story. There was this picture yeah. magazine one, I remember. Rebecca Gibney Starkers. <laughs> It's like, okay, just, we know what we're getting here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say what it is. Right. Fair. I mean, people in Picture Magazine were never ones to beat around the bush. No. Uh, no. I love so, so to speak. Yeah, pardon me. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Have we introduced oh, Lemo? in here. Lemo. Oh, hi. Welcome. Hey. I'm, I'm Lemo. You know another one. <laughs> <laughs> And that is a radio professional. <laughs> Jeff is a tennis player, right? Yeah. Now, yes. Jeff Tarango uh, played at Wimbledon in 1996 <laughs> and lost his mind and was suspended yes. from his game. Yeah. Mid-match, suspended, and he lost it. And his missus turned up at the press conference, just walked in, Jeff Tarango's wife, and she went mad at the press, screamed at everyone, right? And then they both stormed out of the press conference together and the headline in the sun the next day was, it takes two to Tarango. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which I loved as well. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there, you, know, you know, the pun is a really important thing. It's <laughs> like, uh, you know, when um, Daniel Radcliffe came out and said that he wasn't gay and the headline in the sun was, Harry, I'm no botter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which makes no sense. You know, it's like <laughs> Adam's like, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Moxie. I'm no botter either. No. <laughs> I, I don't I know don't, what that means. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, I guess it kind of makes you read the article. You know, what does that mean? I'm gonna find out what he isn't. At which point they don't really explain it, but nonetheless. <laughs> People bought the paper. I'm that, but I, I suspect there is just as much high fiving in that office yes. as there is on any basketball court yeah. around the world. Absolutely, because it's pun. Yeah, give it oh, some yeah. of that. Absolutely. When I first arrived at the Herald Sun, there was a journo there who had written the story and came up with a headline. It was when, um, uh, oh god, it was when a former deputy deputy prime minister was. Uh, yeah, that's right. He died on the job, um, <laughs> and that was the, that was the headline. Um, I've forgotten the guy's name, but he died on the job. Mm. And that guy, that journalist, was bought a beer pretty much every day by other journalists <laughs> for the rest of his working life because you're just referring to the high fives. You know, yeah, they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He just uh, was celebrated the whole time. So, so, what was the headline he came up with? Uh, the, the, so the person's name yeah. died. He died on the job. Like it was Lemo died on the job. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. I fucked it up. I right, so I but, his name. but died on the job was the what, so what got basically the he, he died having sex with, <laughs> and then it was then a blonde, uh, a blonde model was seen, lo- lo- you know, not proactin <laughs> was seen leaving the hotel. <laughs> I've forgotten Gabby that Greco? guy's name. Can we just insert her uh, into that story? Just edit she that out. Some love. Um, the NT News is another one that just says the story in oh, the headline. Yeah. Like, uh, wedding ruined by flying dildo was yeah. one from the NT News last year, which is, and then you read the story and the wedding was ruined because someone threw a dildo at someone else. Well, there was one just today. I think it was The Sun. Uh, and they're, they're specials for this. Uh, and, and it wasn't even, sort of, it must have been page six, five, whatever. It's somewhere buried a bit bit further down. And it was, I, I had I had 28 loom bands Around my knob, and then my bell end exploded. <laughs> and I had a picture. Like, That's just a very action. long headline. They take up a lot of space <laughs> writing it out. And I tell you what, twenty-eight loom bands takes up a lot of space as well. Yeah. So. And they had a picture of loom bands in case people didn't know what they were. His ashen they're, face. They're the latest hot thing. I'm a loom bands a thing. Oh, they're a thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're totally a thing. Is okay. So loom bands are a thing. Yeah. Is putting loom bands on your knob a thing? Is it? Well, it is for that guy, and yeah. it sounds like this is a lesson for the ages. Don't do it. Don't do it. Is it just with... And then my bell end exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and well, bell end was really big. so many headlines. Yeah. <laughs> I dated Kim Kardashian, and then, then my, my bell, bell end exploded. exploded. I did an audition in a hotel room, and then my, my bell end exploded. <laughs> you read that story. <laughs> for sure. I high-fived the man at the Herald Sun. <laughs> and then my bell end exploded. Wow. Is it just a matter of time, you know, with a new invention like, you know, uh, loom, bed, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. until it's involved in some sort of sadistic, bizarre sexual activity? Like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> it's just a ticking clock until, mm. you know, like you could discover a new bear 
Yep. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of time before someone tries to fuck it. It's yeah, true. No, not the actual bear, but, you know, dresses up as Dresses up as it, something, something. yeah. What well, the, 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 the spate of um, porn parodies that have now become, a, become an industry in and of itself. Mm. Um, but I saw on, some When you say article, porn parodies, do you mean, like, porn versions of movies or parodies of parodying I think just the t- I think just the title parody of the title oh, so no, Edward, Edward, yeah, yeah. Edward Penis Hands I didn't for know example it's maybe a thing where it's like people are parodying classic porn Oh no no it's it's a, a bit of that and a bit of oh. that but not as just throwaway as Edward Penis Hands anymore this is um for example there's Seinfeld the porn parody Yes gotcha yeah and it's Characters pretending to be Jerry, Elaine, Chrome. So they can use all the names and have a similar kind of setup and process and then they have outrageous sex. And that's just the... They've even got sort of similar sounding theme music and stuff. Yeah, and that's right. that's just the business. So there's that. They've got Scooby-Doo. There's all yeah, sorts of crazy right. things. Like a little bit mm. like erotic fan fiction except they're actually filming it. Yeah, it go, yes. Yeah. It goes and beyond. And what are the copyright laws on those, on those things? I think they get away for it in American legal loophole stuff because they call it a parody. Yeah. Because it's acknowledged this isn't that story but we're basing it on that for erotic purposes, triple X purposes, mm. that they can... <laughs> There's no kind of loophole for anyone to sue anybody. And no one really wants to draw attention to it by bringing it to court anyway. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's Shapiro West going to want to say we're now you know, in session against yeah. the root heads. Yeah. And that there's a uh, Sex in the City one where Samantha actually does less fucking in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She just keeps her clothes on a lot more. <laughs> Guys, the thing committee, we decide what are and are not things. Okay. The responsibility weighs heavy. You can okay. always taste it in the air mm. as far as what your challenge lays before you for the next little while. I want to put it to you. It's, it's a pretty easy one, so we'll warm into it like this. The Commonwealth Games. How, how is that still a thing? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I think it is still a thing, uh, just because a lot of people go. Uh, yeah, it we, rated, we go to anything, Limo. It, we, we will go to anything. <laughs> Look, it involves what about eighty countries? <sighs> Good few thousand athletes. Mm. Um, I think, I think it is. I think it is still a thing. It's losing. It's a, it's losing its vibe. Mm. But I think it's still a thing. It was good for Channel Ten. Uh, Ratings wise, it was good for Channel Ten. Um, what do you mean was? It, well, well, it finished last night. Yeah. This yeah. morning, in fact. That was fast. Yeah, it's only nine, two days. <laughs> it's, all, yeah. it's all over in we two weeks. We got beaten by England on the medal tally. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Consequently, our entire AIS program is under review because we lost to the Commonwealth Games. That is a legitimate... We came, we came second. Today. Mm. It's a major disappointment. Well, but isn't that nice? Because isn't the Commonwealth their party? Technically, that's, yes. That's right. But the, the well, joke, John Oliver made the joke that... You know, England always loses at their party. Basically, yeah. <laughs> they always lose their thing. But you know, the, you know what I love about the Australian swim team. Obviously, I like the Commonwealth Games, mm-hmm. and so does the Australian swim team. Because you know, when it's in the Olympics and they're competing against the world, they take it really seriously. But when they, they take it, they're partying away, having still knocks parties and everything. Yes. But when they're against just the Commonwealth, <laughs> it's really serious. <laughs> and it's like this, you know, they're winning gold instead of bronze. I guess. Is it, <laughs> Well, they really want to nail the Commonwealth Games. Magnuson turns up with his game face on for the Commonwealth Games, oh, yeah, yeah. not not for uh, not the, for the Olympics. That's like I'm going to throw a sub thing. Party. It was mm. big news for ten, and we kind of referred to it a bit earlier. 
Um, big news for Ten that, that they had secured an interview with Ian Thorpe ahead of the Commonwealth Games and as a part of the package mm. not only did they get the Parky interview they got him to commentate and, and sit on the couch with Mel McLaughlin and, and you know talk about the Commonwealth Games mm-hmm. great idea considering he is one of our greatest athletes and would have a lot of game experience to be able to talk about preparation no doubt. talk about what's yeah. going on he in, in the conversation with Parky he, he said yes oh, I'm, I'm gay and that's fine and a lot of people went we know whatever that's not the, the issue the issue is that then when he's sitting on the couch with Mel his voice may have said I'm happy to do this for four hundred thousand dollars but his body language said get me the hell out of here why am I sitting on a couch it was so it was so closed it was like they said no no mm. you're going to be on television and he went, what, really? Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's, an, he's an awkward man and shouldn't be in a situation where he has to conduct or be in interviews. Mm. He should be contained to special comments where he's very good. Yes. Yeah. And that's end, end of story. He's yep. not an interview dude. He's just not giving or receiving. <laughs> Seriously, interviews. He's, just, no, he's not no, a very no. generous interviewee. He's not, a, he's not great. How many, I know the project have interviewed him a few times and mm. I have as well. He just kind of doesn't get jokes. You know, like he'll be in the Commonwealth Games and go, oh, uh, let's say uh, let's say the weather was really terrible in Glasgow. And you'd yes. say to him, so, Ian, you were enjoying the sunshine in Glasgow? And he'd go, what? <laughs> Been raining. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, okay, that's just not there. Yeah, that's just not working. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, not, he's just not, and that's not a personal not, attack on him. Not, he's just not cut out not for playful. it. playful. It's just not his thing. Yeah. It's just, it's really just not his thing. And he shouldn't. And he shouldn't do it. And yet, special special comments. His technical love and knowledge in swimming yes. is remarkable. And he'll talk about the poetry and the art of swimming in such a passionate way that it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, when people are really passionate about boring yeah. things. Yep. But they're so passionate that they make it interesting. Yeah. That's what he does talking about swimming. But in interviews, forget about it. It's. I don't. Mm. I, I understand Australia's fascination with Thorpey. Given that everything, you know, he was a, a child star. I think uh, he recounted in the interview that his dad said after he won that world championships in Sydney, pre the Olympic Games, his father said, I think I've lost my son to the world. Mm. Yeah, you know, right. That, oh, 16 years old, wins, you know, breaks Olympic records and stuff, world mm. records. Incredible. And, and yet we're so, understandably, we're fascinated by him. But then it's like, for so long, I've had to. He's had to guard himself and keep the world out. And that's like, well, no, okay, I'm a little bit more comfortable in my skin. And so I was going, oh yeah, oh, you really are a little bit dull. But the thing it's is, just, I, it's, 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 that's that's it's just the wrong job. So, you know, some people are in the wrong job. Yeah, that's the wrong job for that's him. That's right. Swimmers, it's quite scientific. So that I don't know. They're just not. They're very technical in their in their outlook. I mean, Kieran Perkins is not a bundle of laughs either. True. <laughs> Neither's Kowalski. Neither's obviously Hack. Hack and okay. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Grant Hackett knows how to party. But you see what I'm saying? There's not there's not a kind of a, a so history of really mm. of, of characters <laughs> from the pool. Yeah. You know. Um, as much as they'd like to. Yeah. It's. Well, who would like to? I don't well, know if they'd even like to. Well, they're going. They're still knocking and banging on doors and all that. Yeah. Wanting to have oh, a great till, time. Wait till Magnuson comes on. Yeah, but even even so, I think that you know they're very. It's very military military based. They're kind of the training mm. programs and everything, and everything is 
by the minute. So I just don't, mm. I just don't think that's their, their thing. They're not very fluid in their thinking, and that's what's required when you're on the couch. Yeah. Or the bed. Claire, <laughs> yeah. this whole – sorry yeah, to throw to you just as you're coughing. No, you, you're all right. I'm, I'm trying to include you in the conversation. Yeah, because I've, I've sat this one out because I didn't even know that the Commonwealth Games is finished. <laughs> and I vaguely know. I mean, I was about to, was about to pipe up and, and um, agree with Adam's call on swimming, you mm. know, that, it, that it's quite ne- – it's very te- – of all of the sports, mm. it is the one that is most – Similar every time. Yep. Whereas there are other sports that you can play where there's a lot more response, or there's a you know mm. like there's more Variables. lateral movement. Mm. Stuff that plays swimming, into it. swimming, even the wind doesn't play into mm. it. You know, like it's really there's it's no the same every time. Yeah. And I laugh when they say, and the swimmers really mean this. Oh, this is a fast pool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's just full of water. <laughs> yeah. how's, how's it a fastball? They are, like you don't get it, Lemo. It's no. all about it's all about the temperature and how deep it is. Apparently, uh, but I mean, right. didn't they wow. over oxygenate the pool in Sydney? Wasn't how there something embarrassing? No, but legitimately they did it to try and improve the pool, to improve the water, so that there would be more records. That'd be right. Also. We oh. so wanted the best Olympic yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, we wanted the best of everything. So yeah, there was mm. like they oxygenated. The w- I don't know. It still didn't help that dude from Equatorial Guinea. Oh, no, no. It took four and a half minutes to swim 100 metres. <laughs> and only just made it his name oxygen- Oxygenated the pool and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was just to stop him from drowning. That's what the commentators go, what an idiot. <laughs> With all that oxygen, he can't even make it. Claire, have you been involved in competitive sport yourself, either oh. as a, a child, junior or adult? Oh, I hated sport. <laughs> My mum sent me to like a remedial tennis camp one summer and a remedial basketball camp one summer, and always it was like excruciating. I just, um, I feel really sorry for myself when I think back because I, I didn't have the right attitude. I don't have the, I'm not, I don't have the right mentality. Mm. Like I quite, I don't mind physical exertion so I liked gymnastics and I liked dancing but I didn't like competing at all mm. I never you know like I just hated watching at sports carnivals because I would only you know I'd be watching the hurdles and I could only see the person coming last and I would just die a little bit for them like I just mm. so you're empathetic to, too, no, empathetic too, to, too empathetic to, to, to enjoy watch. competitive sport yeah yeah and then um, playing it I just would always feel sorry for myself I remember that tennis cam I just remember you know like the coach is like you're lined up at the side you have to walk to the middle hit the ball back move on and the next person walks to the middle and I yeah. could barely even lift the racket. I just felt so defeated before I was... You know, like I was... Uh, uh, poor coach. Yeah. I just wasn't getting into the spirit of it, but I just found... I always found sport excruciating. Was I it, don't know why. Was it actually a remedial tennis camp? Oh, well, I don't know what it was. I just know that it was mum going, <laughs> I, wonder if I, I wonder if I give her an opportunity right. outside of school to see if she can discover a joy. <sighs> Having said all of that, I did enjoy badminton because you can play badminton in a non-competitive way because those shuttlecocks, you can just go ping and they sort of fly. And then, of course, I mean, most of my memories of badminton were sitting at the side of the court watching other people drawing pictures on paper. But still, I enjoyed going. You can get... Sure. You know, I was in veggie maths, but I would have loved to see what veggie tennis was. (laughs) (laughs) And because I did did, remedial reading as well. I was taught my class maths. So we yeah, right. So you wouldn't have known. That's why you look blankly. Come you don't know bro, what Veggie Maths is. is. Yeah, <laughs> veggie Maths is. Yeah. I thought you, yeah. you made some characters in Veggie Maths. <laughs> some vectors <laughs> and matrices going on over here. 
And oh, lucky to add up maths. change from a buck over here. <laughs> I, yeah, still, yeah. I still love that we called it, because we called it veggie mats at our school as well. <laughs> so offensive. Veggie mats. You're as smart as a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> and you're trying to do maths. <laughs> oh, man. But we, it's the same thing. We had maths in space, maths in a wheelchair. Uh, veggie mats, we got rolled yeah. out. All of that. Oh, the kids are brutal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went back to my school a few weeks ago, for about six weeks ago. So I had a bit of a rough uh, time there. And um, Going back to school, I can imagine. I. Uh, <laughs> I had a rough time when I was at school. <laughs> and I was going to boarding school. Was finishing year 12 just recently. Did school back in Cairns? No, this is boarding school in Brisbane. Oh. And so it was a bit oh. of a tough old place. And it wasn't it wasn't just focused on me. I'm just saying it was brutal for everyone. Yeah. And um, and I often think to myself, I wonder what happened to those boys in, you know, because it was boarding school. I wonder what happened to them. I hope they're okay. I'm sure they're struggling with re- with relationships and stuff like that. Now. You know, all the study. Like, you know, all the studies that you read, you yeah. know, just struggling with intimacy because they went to boarding school. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so I went back there and I had to give a speech to the foundation day to the assembly and everything. And it was, it was a bit of a posh school. And the, my old housemaster picked me up from the airport and um, and he goes, oh, gee, Adam. He goes, things have changed. Things have changed. You'll notice things have changed. And he says, oh, gee, Adam. It was, it, was very, it was a very macho place back then, wasn't it? And that was his – macho was the word he used to describe just mass beatings. <laughs> Bastardisation <laughs> Thursday was always a treat. Oh, yeah. And anyway, so I went back there and it was good. It was a good environment. I put all the – you know – all those demons to so rest. No, no, not as many mass beatings. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Every- the kids are smiling. Kids are smiling. You know, the headmaster. So there's no one. Ha- See, I went to boarding school and people always talk to me like it must have been horrific. You had a good like time? Last time I went to boarding school, they go, oh, I loved every You're minute. You're a genial of it. guy. You would have been a popular guy. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was so. a bit quiet and a bit kind of. Played a lot of, I played a lot of sport, but I, I, I was a year younger as well. Right, and so that uh, there was a little bit, a few issues there, there. but um, yeah, there was it was a pretty rough place, Queensland late eighties. You could have just stayed back a year, like mm. like just joined back with your boys of your own age and yeah. not been in veggie maths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why you're in veggie maths. If you were maths. any better at maths, you would have worked that. Out. You were trying to overachieve. <laughs> Hurtful. Yeah. I feel like we just turned this into our own agony series. In our bo- yeah. Adam's agony of everything. <laughs> in, our, in our boarding school, we could. Uh, now I was late eighties, as mid to late eighties. Yep. In year eleven, we were allowed to smoke. What? What? True. We had a smokers' rec room where we could go and just smoke whenever we wanted to. <laughs> and on Saturday nights, we were allowed to drink. So that we would, makes oh you my sound god! What school about is this? Hundred. Yeah, that you went to boarding school in nineteen twelve. In Adelaide. In Adelaide, right. Yeah. So we, so in year 12, we would go to Brother Dennis on a Saturday night and he would have his, uh, like, put a roll call sheet out and he would say, where are you off to tonight, son? And I'd go, you'd go, Milk Bar was code for pub because he was Victorian, so he would say Milk Bar. was In South Australia, yeah. was, was, there was no Milk Bars. So, so we'd say, uh, Milk Bar, brother. And he'd go, all right, home by 12. Yes, brother. Won't be too pissed. No, brother. And then you would go. You have to come home. You have to check in with him. If you were too drunk, you'd be uh, grounded the next week. Okay. Oh, that was your punishment. 
but you're allowed to go out to the pub. So and his justification would be that I'm teaching them responsible drinking. Well, his his thing was with the smoking and the drinking, they're going to do it anyway, and I can't be fuck disciplining them all. Yeah, right. So I'm just going to let them. I'm going to sanction let it. Roll. Let me give then, you a little bit of insight into my school and how that was treated. There was a fire escape which is completely dark. And there was a guy called Alec Evans who used to coach Australian Rugby Union team and then went off to coach the uh, the Welsh Rugby Union team. He was a six foot six, bald, six foot six, very terrifying man. So <laughs> we go, you go out to have a smoke in the fire escape in the darkness and you'd light up and as you'd light up you'd see Alec standing right next to you and he'd been waiting, just waiting for a boy to come into the fire escape so he could give them detention. Oh really? <laughs> oh, what for? Yeah, so it was like that's the that's the kind of that's, that's the interest in actually con- in actually wow. catching and someone and, really wanted an excuse to meet out some punishment, yeah, yeah. punch punch some kids up. Yeah, well, we were allowed to. It stopped about five years after I left. So I I wow. can't comprehend that. I mean, I understand the logic. Yeah, but wow. Yeah, I mean, it's why well, I think back on it. So it, at the age of sixteen, I'm smoking and drinking at school, and it's all fine. And how's brother? Brother, what's his name? Uh, brother Dennis has passed away now. Oh, okay. Uh, but I saw brother Tony not so long ago, who was one of the brothers there as well. Bro- brother Dennis or Tony, that neither have been implicated in anything. No, like, no, no. no. Okay. I, like all the parents knew. My parents knew, but implicated in any of the other more serious stuff. In what? Oh, and it, but, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> and the other usual stuff. Oh, beyond the smoke. No, there was yeah. none of that. No, yeah, no, yeah, right. uh, no, no dodgy dealings uh, beyond cigarettes and alcohol yeah, right. <laughs> at, our, at our boarding school. You got lucky, Lima. Yeah. No, I guess. All right, you might be right, but you might have just been the little sunshine Lima that it didn't touch and you didn't notice. <sighs> You know, like, and you're like, everybody was happy at my school. Maybe they yeah. weren't. Maybe, maybe they weren't. Just, you could maybe be, you were just so resilient. You could, yeah. be, you could be right. I know that, I mean, I know that there was, uh, let's let's not get too into it, but there was stuff going on at my school that I didn't know. Like, I, I sailed through nothing ever. You know, I was like, how great was school? Everything's Woo. easy and fun. Yeah. And, um, and I found out subsequently that people I was friends with had awful things happen to them. I didn't go to boarding school. Mm. But, you know, yeah, right. Same with me, but scouts. That, that I didn't know what was going on yeah, there. Yeah, so you were just... Oblivious. Just little Adam just I wasn't, turning up. Hey, I wasn't scouting this type. Let's Actually, put it that way. the same yeah. thing did happen to me. I went to a Jimmy Savile holiday camp <laughs> and I had no idea oh. until years later. <laughs> um, I'd just like to clarify. Why is, this, was, is there a waiting on this? Rob, <laughs> <the line>. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Harris did come to our house once. I'll, I'll say that much. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't meet him. I didn't meet him. <laughs> My girlfriend sat on Rolf Harris's knee at Brisbane Airport once. Early eighties, wow. she was six. He was taking photos. Holy. And my my fiance and her sister <laughs> uh, both sat on his knee and had a photo taken. I Big smile. Really What's your memory was, of that? She said, "Oh, we just sat on his knee and had a photo taken." Yeah, I, I was mad for Rolf Harris. <laughs> That's when I was a kid. I never met him, but you know, like yeah. he's a huge I part of my Perth boy. Yes. Well, we um mm. we had two Rolf Harris. Albums and it used to be, you know, like if a friend came over and my mum was like, "We're like, we're bored." Mum would just put on the Rolf Harris. Put on the Rolf Harris. From one end of a Rolf <laughs> Harris album to the, yeah. Some like I fully, I was just like he's a huge part of my childhood. Oh, yeah. It's very, and it's another one of those. Oh, looking back, I. It's unbelievable. Is about it? that, I have to re-remember my memories now. I saw the. Um, Scottish comedian Kevin Bridges during a comedy festival. Mm. Yep. 
And he said that uh, I was talking about Jimmy Savile, and he said every, how shocked everyone was. And he made a really good point that I had never thought of in my own mind before. Where he said, "If you had asked someone to draw a picture of a pedophile, they would have drawn Jimmy Savile. Like, how's it mm. possible that everyone was so shocked?" Yeah. And then you now look back on all of this Rolf Harris material, and, and you go, "Wow, like, he looks like a dodgy yeah, yeah. dude, man." It's because we're so we don't we don't want to stereotype. That's why you know we're not a profile people. Yeah. Not a profile. Yeah. Now yeah. we're just profiling everybody, profiling our our history away. Yeah. 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 It's true. What Rolf is? No, we are because of this stuff now coming out subsequently. We mm. all have to not not relearn our memories, but kind of like you acknowledge. You just got to revisit our memories and go. Well, hang. Is that? Can I remember that as fondly now? Have you have you tainted? spoken have you spoken to your mum about it? Sorry, because about the, about the Rolf Harris thing because it was clearly a big part of her life as well because she used to get the albums out when people would come around to the house. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really spoken yeah, to her right. much about yeah. it. I yeah. Uh, I wonder if she's like especially especially <laughs> devoted over it. You know. Yeah, well, I'm going back, <laughs> next, back next week. I will. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you don't have to. No, no, no. I um. <laughs> No, I mean like something yeah, we've not um, talked about, Mum. Um, it's Ralph Harris. I I was speaking to Lemo today, and he suggested I, I bring it up. How do you feel about it? Yeah, that'll get nasty. It's <laughs> like a landmark meeting. <laughs> Man, I wonder if she's. I'm going to pull the albums out. I'm going to have a little look. Have a little looksy. Because yeah. my dad was a journalist, and that's why he came to my dad's house to, to our yeah. house to be interviewed, right? Well, and so when you said Rolf Harris came around to my house once, you meant he actually came around to your house. Well, I thought you were just all no. I, was, I thought you were having a laugh. No, no, I was yeah, serious. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, and the next door neighbour saw that Rolf Harris was there, and she got all dressed up. Of course, makeup, everything, and I uh, and just you know, be, be best dressed, <laughs> literally to ask for ask for something. And she just wanted to meet Rolf Harrison, and then she she just reached and grabbed his beard, and tugged at his beard, and he went. <laughs> anyway, she got a fright. That is the thing that happens. That is- yeah, that's happened. Wow, that's uh- we had a succession of of people coming in, in, into our house got, to be she interviewed. Got up. She came mm. over. She tugged his beard. He barked at her, and she ran away home. She ran Amazing. home, tied between her legs. Wow. Yeah. Who, who yeah. else came through your house? Rupert Murdoch. That's, yeah, that's, are you that's serious? A big one. Yeah, because my dad wrote, uh, and the you Bible didn't Fibis. take your chance to kill him then. Well, he wasn't. He he wasn't that guy then. He was a you know, like, I was five, so he would have just gone to England. This is a Bill and Ted's moment. This is you go back in time. Back he to was the kind of uh, he had sort of a left wing sensibility back yeah, then. Because right. I mean, he supported uh, Gough Whitlam starting the Australian. Was, yeah, the Austra- it was a huge move, and that was mm. before the Australian was. Yeah, yeah, it was it a right wing kind of yeah shock sheet. Um, yeah, so he he came I to our house. It's pronounced shock. It's pronounced shit sheet. <laughs> Sorry, shit sheet. Yeah. Um, so that was, I, that was Steve Malt just for confirmation. <laughs> making, <laughs> making, yeah, it's make, right. Making those comments. I'm already not getting a job at so, News Corp a lot. So, someone, did, someone did say to me once, never, never pick, which is a famous quote from some might be Mark Twain or something. Yeah. Never pick a fight with somebody buys ink by the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's why it's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> On the chin. And by the way, Thorpey, I like you, babe. You're a great interview. Um, he doesn't listen. No, basically the situation was, yeah, he'd already kind of got got famous and he owned and said at the time and mm. everything and he hired my dad to write the book on Sir Keith Murdoch who was his father so we polished 
uh, we had a Toyota Crown, 1972 Toyota Crown, and we had a Mini Moke, and oh. I, which had like uh, manure and stuff in the back, and because we had a little bit of an acreage, and so I polished up the Toyota Crown. That didn't start, so we went down. Dad had pick up Rupert in the Mini Moke, and got in the Mini Moke, and that that didn't work when we got it. Got Rupert in the car, and fortunately. And somebody lived down the road was at the airport dropping a husband off. So Dad and Rupert got in, got into that car. Dad sat in the front, Rupert sat in the back with the woman's child. Yeah. The woman's child waved Rupert over the head with its doll all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember I, I had I wasn't allowed to meet him. I wasn't allowed to stop and meet him. But I, I, I did have the presence of mind at the age of five just to sneak a peek. At him, so that's that's the. Uh, I never actually aside from a you know from the hallway. How bizarre for that woman! I wonder if she t- still tells the story. Yeah. yeah, about the day Rupert Murdoch jumped in her oh, car. Oh, you can tell on the, at the kids' twenty first, bare minimum. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 you I mean, when you're a little one, smack Rupert got, Murdoch she, over the yeah, head. Yeah, the kids got the story. The yeah, kids that's got right. a good story. You've got that. Oh, and her little look through the door, but she's got. I smashed her head. Over the head. That's the head. exactly right. Yeah. Anyway, so that was probably Rolf Harris then, Rupert. My dad slept in Bob Hawke's bed. Oh, Stop really? It. Stop the presses. Where? So when? How did that? How did With that, Bob Hawke? Um, his parents lived <laughs> around the corner from where my dad was staying, and they were friends. And Bob was at uni, and Dad was just that. Were like, oh, you can stay in Bob's bed if you want. Bob's Something not like here. That. Yeah, Something right. Like no, no. And then, so at the time, it would have been like, yeah, whatever, Bob's bed. Yeah, and, but and, then years later, yeah. and it would have taken a while, and then all of a sudden, he'd be like. Oh, hey. that's right. Now we got a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing happened oh, in that work. Better bench. stories than that, my dad. But, but just what we're talking what, about. What does he? What does he do? My dad, uh, my mum and dad have a garden centre which regularly wins best garden centre in Australia. No, oh, really? Right. Yeah, which is one of those funny things that happens when people that aren't horticulturists, you know, like rather than people that love plants, they're people that love running a. Business, nice yeah, right. Or if they're people that love managing people. Yep. Yeah, do they yeah, have yeah. an ad? Like, you know, an ad, do they advertise their garden business on television or... No, no, their... no, not that sort of... They've always yeah, right. kept it pretty small. It's yeah, like okay. a word of mouth one rather than an advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's, like, it's a niche one. It's, um, so your dad doesn't wear a tutu. Hoopers. And scream at the television. Hoopers, yeah. Is it called Hoopers? No, it's not. It's called Xanthoria Nursery because oh, right. my... Grandmother started it, and she was like, "You have to be either first or last in the phone book." So they went. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yep. I understand about it's that. It's the same as registering a comedy festival show. You know, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Hey, hey, hey! It's comedy. And are you related to the Lehmans? The uh, as in Darren? Uh, yes. No, you, not, not not related to the winemakers or the cricketers. Yeah, it's right. A shame, isn't it? Uh, it is oh. a shame. There's a third branch of them. There's a third branch of yeah, Lehmans. Right. Yeah, the well, there's actually the comedians. There's a footballing branch of Lehmans that we're not related to either. Oh, okay, right. So we're like the farming Lehmans. So there's wine Lehmans, cricket Lehmans, football Lehmans, and then and you're the farmers. We're the farm Lehmans. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! So we've we've got a, we've both got a little bit of a connection to the land. We're both a bit horticultural. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's Who right. Did, so I grew, I grew up on a farm. Yeah. yeah wow. So who's going to look after the farm now? My <laughs> oldest brother. Okay, thank He's God, God for farm. him. Yeah, thank God for him. Otherwise, but he would have be been the end of your line. That'll be it. Grace, it's such yeah. a disappointment. He's run it into yeah. the ground, or he's just not doing it. <laughs> he'll be it. Well, he'll try and sell it one day, I guess. What, that's what, it. what do you what what do you farm? Wheat, barley. Wheat. Okay, but that's that's going that's a going concern. No canola. Uh, they have done a bit of canola, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just trying to be supportive. Too. And I yeah. love barley and he didn't even 
I doesn't care. And rye as well, rye. Especially Ubud. Yeah, rye bread. There you go. You make all sorts of things. You have sheep as well. So look at you consuming his. Official I like all sorts of grains and pulses. Yeah. So well done. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's uh, he's he's doing that. So they'll just yeah. sell it when they finish yeah. with it when he wants to retire because they've got one son and he's not going to go back. And that's fair. Get out while you can. Oh God, I went to boarding school. I couldn't have been happier. Yeah, like, thank God that farm's behind me. Did you have uh, chores that you had to do, like big yeah. chores? Big yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Your chores would be mow that paddock or something. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> My chores are like go go stump picking. So clear oh, that paddock of stumps. Oh, so I'd get home after school at like twelve and get in the tractor and take a trailer out there and just throw oh. stumps in the back of a trailer for an hour and a half. Wow. So and then, bring, and then go do your homework and then unload the stumps into the stump heap. Yeah. Oh, the stump heap, of And then course. if it was winter, you'd be, you'd chop be the stumps to put them and bring else. them into the fire. You'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be mad to put them anywhere else. That's right. I would have been an idiot to drop them on the sunflowers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Lemo, where did you put those stumps? <laughs> <laughs> did your parents call you Lemo? <laughs> your dad's called you Lemo. Dad called me Lemo. Mum called me Lemo. <laughs> I've got my brother to call me Hoops. Hoops. Oh, that's yeah. good. You know, speaking of, like, as in everyone in my family yeah. is a hooper, but I've, yeah. I've, managed to, I've managed to lock down the nickname Hoops. Oh, that's nice. Occasionally my brothers call me Lemo, yeah. just went yeah. mucking around. Yeah, right. Yeah. With inverted commas, kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. securing, you know, a short actual name on Twitter. Because that, like, all those names, everything got yeah. just grabbed super quick. You mm. know? Yeah. You've got to be, you know, real clear or the Claire Hooper. Mm. You know, you've got to be Limo 23. You can't be Limo. Can I tell you why I'm not Limo, though? I tried to get Limo on Twitter. It was taken. I'm like, Pfft. Yeah. So I took Limo 23 because I like the mm. number 23. It's a sport thing. Anyway, then after I've been on Twitter for a while, I've got a bunch of followers. I'm told, oh, <coughs> Limo, are you going to use a, a token? Oh. Rang me. Said, are you going to use Limo? I said, what are you talking about? They said, oh, we secured it for you <gasps> ages ago. Oh. So my management company had secured it for me, <laughs> yeah. but not told me that wow. they secured it for me. So I actually had Limo at Limo. You'd be surprised. Anyway. You guys might be uh, surprised by this, but Adam Swire wasn't taken. <laughs> <laughs> You're not having to pull like Adam Swire no, one or the real Adam Swire. No, yeah, it's just. Uh, <laughs> was fine. Yeah, I, I want to be. I've kept my Hotmail account. People laugh yeah. at me when I say oh, I've got man. a Hotmail address. I love my Hotmail, mate. See, yeah. I'm Limo at Hotmail.com. So it's the okay. easiest email not, address yeah. ever. But and what's I've your got a Hotmail Claire? as well. So. Oh, mine's not even Claire Hooper. It's like Claire D. Hooper at Hotmail.com. <coughs> you whack the D quite, in. Quite, what's that? You put the D in. Did, did, was, yeah, it must have yeah, been a Claire Hooper. Yeah, yeah. But I just really like. My hotmail. Yeah. I don't know why. I've got a Gmail and everyone's like, use the Gmail, you idiot. Hotmail's so embarrassing. And I'm like, well, that's... All the like more a, reason. I'm loyal to my roots. Yes. Hotmail's served me well. Oh, Hotmail's been good to me for the last 47 and years and I'm still, still, still going. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to Firefox. I'm staying on Safari. Mozilla. <laughs> I'm a Mozilla fan. Mozilla. Yeah. I, do, I do use Safari just for old times' sakes. Do you? Don't you do my I feel like a Safari. Have a little look around. <laughs> Only if I'm troubleshooting something, but that's the nerd in me. But I am, but Safari's... Oh. Yeah, right. Or is a, what's wrong with Safari? That's all I use. Just do, use it for torrents. Are you still using Safari? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just use what's Hot on my thing. and Safari. I keep everyone up. school am I? Claire's managed to make Limo feel like a second okay, class okay. citizen. Here's my question. Is Safari still a thing? <laughs> no. It's still in my dock. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep it there out of just because it is. Oh, yeah. Because if you, yeah. 
Well, the thing the thing that puzzles me is people who are PC users that go and download Safari and run it as a, as a browser. And for web developers, I can understand that, right? They want to check that what they've made works in all of the different platforms. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But for a normal human being to go and download Safari and run it on your PC doesn't make any sense No, I don't to me. understand why that doesn't make I, any sense. I don't though. understand why it doesn't make sense either. What's your main... I'm not sure. I'm opting out now. Chrome, I'm a Google man. Oh, yeah, I'm on Chrome as well, so... But I don't know why. I wouldn't be able to explain it to you. Everyone, mm. everyone you says that it's that faster. Thing about PCA, PC and Safari and stuff. Well, in that Safari is a Mac product, so it oh, comes right, natively right. with your Apple MacBook Pro and all of those sorts of oh, things. Right. It's not Internet Explorer comes with your PC generally because Microsoft product. So that's the. It's almost like you cross pollinating. It would be like, um, you know, the 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 Bloods and the Crips mm. changing mm. some people. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, feel, I killed I'm that conversation. About, no, no, it's good. It's interesting. I feel, I feel about Google Chrome. I feel like, yeah, you, you're really good and stuff runs and you're better. But I also feel like you're getting to know me better in a creepy way. Oh, the worst. Because every little thing that you do in Google Everything. Chrome. Like and it's, it's just it, way better at collecting your info. Even really? worse when you sign in. Because you know how the big promotion oh, yeah. is you sign into but Google you like Chrome. No, yeah. Google Chrome. You already know it so all So what's, anyway. what's Google Chrome? <laughs> just a browser. Oh, that's a browser. browser. Well, like, it's like, like it supports yes. a lot of new yeah. software better, so you know, like a, you know, a video will just play better. And why does it collect uh, more info? Hey, what, what are know, you saying Google's, about Google's magically? All about well, Google is all about yeah, data yeah, and yeah. analytics and understanding right. who you are and what you watch and why you things and and, and having it. You talk about having a Gmail account and all of those sorts mm. of things by signing on to having a Gmail account. You give Google the right to read your email. So they scan it in the background and look for interests and stuff and conversations mm. and, and things so that then when you're next browsing on the internet and they know it's Claire Hooper, they oh, Claire's interested in maternity products or Claire's interested in something else or Claire's interested in all of the things that you might be looking up and doing an email. Yeah, about. it's like, you know, the, it'll read the content of your emails and then you'll be putting in your lo- like your location into Google Maps and you'll mm. be on your way and halfway it'll be like, don't you need to stop for some wine, you alky? You know, like it'll, it'll, it'll know stuff. About you, do you know what? But how convenient! Well, yeah. What a lovely reminder. And there's nothing, nothing worse than getting home and thinking, "Just I wish I'd stopped at the bollard." <laughs> Just if my phone had reminded me. <laughs> okay, true, true. Well, that's, there. There are two. There are there are some people that are like, "Yeah, Google Glasses. Yeah, Google. Mm-hmm. Just do it for me. You can yeah. know about me." So long as you're making the world better for me. And then there's people like me that are like, I don't want to be known. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want mm. you taking photos of me while you're looking at me and uploading them to your Google what? Plus account. What was the... Oh, yeah, that's right. What I look up is not who I am. I mean, it, it, I was really interested in some meditation oh, things. It, and I mean, that's is that a thing? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. No, go on, continue. Oh, no, it was just that the, the ads that they, they've actually selected for me... They're, not, They're not enduring. I don't have an enduring interest in those things. Are you guys Facebook users? As to a question yeah. in that context? Uh, not really. I have a. I was on Facebook and then I changed it to a fan page. Yeah. And then since I've done that, I've hardly ever used it because the functionality is a bit different. I haven't ever been bothered. You sound like a fair chunk of the population. Though. Learning it. So I'm not really on Facebook at all anymore. Hoops. And I don't really well, miss it that much. I... Um I've been like I've hopped on and off Twitter a few times, mm. and um, and I certainly had MySpace back in the day, and for some reason I was resistant to Facebook. Mm. Um, I remember signing up personally, 
many, many years ago when everyone was. And I got a notification email that said, so-and-so wants to be friends with you almost immediately. And yep. I went, and I'm not going to say the person's name in case they're person. The, but person is interested in you. And I was like, person, Facebook, that's what you're opening with. I am delighted to have never spoken to that person again. Like it was a real, that's what you're offering? And I yep. remember just retreating really quickly, just cancelled everything and went, no, no, I'm just going to live without this. Because I've, I, I already find it really hard to keep up with the people I do want to be in my life. I, just, yeah. I don't want to. I feel like I've really missed out, though. Other people have better memories of their school years and stuff, and I feel like it's because I'm not reinforcing those memories by having those people's faces flash up in front of who's me got, a little bit. Who's but, got the time, though? Yeah, so I haven't missed it at all. And I was very, I was also very resistant to doing the official fan page thing, and my management is the same as Lemo's management, and they also <laughs> set these things up for me. Yeah. And then I feel terrible for the people who send me messages on them that I never get the messages because I'm being a contrary little bitch and not going on. Yeah. For many years I've... I've held off and only just two months ago started doing it because it just, like, suddenly I was like, oh, no. all right. Fan page. Fan page, official yeah. fan page. And I'm a bit like you. I'm not great at the functionality, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And there are sort of, there's a bunch of reasons and one of them, um, I look, I've already talked too much about it. Your, your question should have had a short answer and the short answer <laughs> is I just started with some reluctance, but I'm trying to do it properly because if you're mm. going to do something, do it properly. Welcome to social media mm. help. This is a safe place. Oh yeah, it's a, fr- it's a freaking nightmare though, isn't it? Mm. Well, look, if you want to go a bit deeper, I got an actual Facebook phobia for a while, so I, mm. deter- I, you know, management set it up, and I was like, I better address this. I used to feel nauseous and get shaky whenever I tried to access my messages. I know, wow. but you can't. I mean, phobias are that weird thing. As, as soon as you give them a little bit of space, if you yeah. allow yourself to indulge your impulse, if your impulse is to a- re- avoid then it only gets stronger and stronger. Mm. You can end up, if you're a mental and enough person, um, you end up with... And I'm not... I'm pretty great in all other areas of my life. I don't have many weirdnesses, but I developed an actual Mm. nausea and shaking phobia. I would open it up and I would shake and I'd close it. And so for years, I just... And and when you opened it, was there an ad waiting there that could help you with your phobia? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Meditation. (laughs) I went through it by Skyping a friend in LA who is a close friend, but at a distance. And I put her face in the corner of the screen while I checked my messages and that's how I got through it. Oh, really? Wow. And you're totally fine. So it's, it's like it's never ha- happened. Totally You're comfortable fine. with just, as much as you well, need to do. Well, I just spent it. two weeks off it and I made myself go back on yesterday. I was like, don't let this become a thing again. Yeah. Well, you know that um, the government's – have they employed 30 or 300 people to analyse social media well, at a cost 3, of – Probably 3,000. It's the government. It's a cost of $4.3 million to the taxpayer. Oh. And so, so basically if you tweet something about global warming – I was like, no, that someone, someone from Bacchus Marsh, will tell you that you're a dickhead really mm. quickly, and the way you can tell that is a government organisation saying that is it's all spelt correctly, all the grammar. <laughs> sort of fun, fun. Quite legitimately, this yeah, popped yeah, up yeah. just the other day. I think it was there was the first time we saw it was um, uh, there was a, a tweet that somebody, and when you look at who it was, like they have no interest the rest of their tweets they might have only existed for 20 or 30 tweets Mm. in that context and it was like it's there's no better time than now to privatise the ABC and ruin their leftist agenda I think it was that was used by a number of different and someone just went for a quick look and found all these nobodies. Yeah, that's all right. I saw that. Exactly the same yeah. thing. And yeah, then someone right. said, "Hey, did you get paid to tweet that?" And I just went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I saw that too. Yeah. 
So is it not a bot? It was someone paid. Legitimate human being yeah. got paid. And they were and paid. And they're all American. I, the thing is, I noticed that this girl's going, can't wait to just go somewhere in Dallas tonight. You know? Yeah, yeah. The rest and of them. Like, so then the next minute, she's banging on about the ABC. Yeah, they're not even all Australian. They're yeah, just... it's it's quite insidious. Um, but that's our tax dollars hard at work, people. But you know what? I, yeah, and I, I've kind of gone, I, you know, and doing politics on social media I used to be quite kind of active in that regard and then uh, I thought I'm just preaching to the converted anyway or, or no one gives a fuck <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm the guy shouting at a brick wall really you know <laughs> so just forget so, about it isn't that social media want, totally if you do want a reaction I tweet a little bit about asylum seekers yeah right and man that arcs up does it like it arcs up the intense angry. support <laughs> And intense opposition as well. Yeah, there's Both very little extremes. Like oh, people, yeah. people get really angry. She's Let I, them fucking stay at your house then. Yeah, if yeah. If you love them so much, you fuckhead. My like, hairdresser, she's okay. Russian. This Russian woman doesn't want any. That's why she was voting for Abbott. And I'm just going. She's kind of got the scissors. <laughs> she had <laughs> something had a blade next to me, and I thought, oh. And I argued for about three beats, and then I thought. Nah, she's got a blade. <laughs> There's some, she's some issues we need to raise here, though. Your hairdresser, yeah. who's Russian. Yeah, yeah, just recent Russian. So recent immigrant. Russian immigrants. It's always, it's always the recent immigrants that are... Said, I don't want any more immigrants. No, no, because she had to... Oh, I mean, we can go into details, yeah, but she... They're she, competing for so her high-quality hairdressing She said she, she spent a long time trying to get into Australia, and she got into Australia. Right, and, I understand. And, and I said, but were you leaving an oppressive regime that was going to... where your life was threatened? No. And so this argument went back and forth a, a little yeah. bit, and, and I thought, no, just leave it. Yeah. You, uh, like, I want you to... My, my dad's uh, great, and I want you to like him but he's a bit of a he's a little bit he, he's maybe not as empathetic as some people and he's a little yeah he and he lives in Perth as well you've got to take him yeah, account yeah. Perth only has one newspaper oh, yeah, and yeah. it's really unfortunately mm. it's really easy for they read the paper every day because he likes yeah. to do the Sudoku they only watch it's Channel only 7 and it's full of South Africans before yeah. the before the little catchphrases get into your head yeah. and so I um, I was horrified last time I went home and the topic came up and I really, I just was so surprised how different our points of view were on yeah. boat people, which I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even use the. F- Why are we even using the phrase uh, boat people? Illegals. <laughs> illegals. illegals, illegals, like there's all sorts Law of breakers. Scott is something else. <laughs> yeah. Just by the way, anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. he truly, truly, truly is. What a, what a. Unit. I mean, what? A, like, he, I don't know. He's that was just like a I tweeted about ramp. him yesterday. Yeah, yeah. right. We've got I a lot got of support. I just said something like you cl- your score sheet's clean, but your soul is filthy. Something yeah. like, nice. along those lines, uh, and I got a lot of support, but a lot of just. I really would. Crazy. Yeah. I would love to see vitriol as well. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying anything new that anyone. I would love to see him held to account for the. Mm. You know, like as in. The day will well, come. He got, but will the, the day come? Will, will so? he be tried for, for uh, war crime? Well, I don't know if he'll get that far, but the end result will be at some point, whether it's the next election or the next election or the next election. Oh, sure. At some point, there will be a change in government. I just wonder what it must be. And all of that will come wide open and it'll be however, whatever policy, something. Something, mm. even if it's the fact that in however many years, those classified you know, operational matters become 
not so classified and the Australian public can find out about them. And you go, oh, oh there were 70 boats that appeared in Australian waters under Morrison's regime in yeah, 2000, yeah. you know, 13, 14, 15. Do people stop to think that they're not going to be remembered well? You know, like, don't surely you get into politics to be... Uh, to be a part have of a positive legacy posi- yes right yeah, oh, yeah. hello that's nice thank you for the <laughs> words I was looking for well he got voted in on that platform so he would be yeah, yeah, he so would he'd be, be saying so well, that's aggressive. what the people want I just so. did, I did a, uh, a show called Party Tricks where I had to go and interview a whole lot of politicians um, and uh it's just, it's just like, it's just warfare. Coming two to ten, Warf- yeah. It's warfare between them. It's just like yeah. you know, they just the hatred and vitriol is quite extreme. Yeah, but it's schoolyard <laughs> exacerbated the, the hatred. You know? it's it the is the kind of thing where you would have a disagreement where I think you're like the debate club going nuts, mm. and then given all of the money and all of the power and a platform to be able to stand up in the media and go. You're an idiot because you believe this, and we're right because we believe the other thing. Yeah, and it's terrifying when you see shows like House of Cards, and you think to yourself, "Do you wonder how real that is?" Or you know, even Veep. Yeah, you watch that, or even or even Utopia. Utopia. Yeah, coming soon, guys. Coming soon. Yeah, yeah, coming soon. But August thirteenth. Are you going to do that? I liked it. I liked it. Was it means where? None of this is really real, is it? <laughs> no, it, I, that's right. Um, and yet the West Wing was this kind of, to use the word, utopian world in a way. Yeah, you know, yeah. everyone wanted mm-hmm. wanted Bartlett to be uh, oh, president. Um, yeah, I, we interviewed a couple of former premiers and everything, and and so these people are extremely sleep deprived as well. You know, yeah, so they, absolutely, they, yeah. They wake up at four a.m. for all the radio interviews, and they actually ring up all the radio stations. Do you want to comment on this, 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 so they can get the break on the news that day, and then they don't go to bed until after late line. And, and so they, yeah, and sorry. then they're off to bed with their mistress anyway. So I'm not surprised. They're not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is a woman. This is what I mean. Yeah. So maybe yeah, her stands. mistress. Yeah. <laughs> One quite, of the, one of the premiers. Possibly. I'm sure there's a seedy underbelly in uh, Canberra there somewhere. Seedy underbelly and everything, yeah, isn't there? Definitely. Uh, Breakfast radio, I mean, you guys no, really seedy working. underbelly. No one's got the energy in Breakfast Radio to <laughs> develop a seedy underbelly. You're the ones dealing with, can we have a comment for the news? I don't, I don't know. We'll talk to Clive Palmer on radio and see if he'll twerk or something. Clive's, Clive's good entertainment. We speak to he Tony is. Abbott quite a lot on our show just because... Well, not so much anymore. We're such a soft interview. Mm. So it was so, perfect for him. Yeah, right. You know, uh, so he would often ring and say, I oh, can, his people would ring and say, can Tony come on today? Mm. And we'd always say yes. And why, uh, it just, he want to talk about something, he'd have a platform? Uh, yeah, he'd have something, he'd want to, some agenda item. He'd and he'd wanna, say, well, Lim, I want to pick you up on your uh, asylum seeker kind of uh, uh, yeah, tweets. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, surely they're across your... Well, this is why they don't they come on anymore out. because I yeah. one of them had said to one of his people had said to me, just in a bit of not really half serious bit of fun, but it was a comment nonetheless, just saying, um, "Oh, gee, you guys really uh, you like getting stuck into Tony on the project, don't you?" And I said, "Hey, well, you know, it's just if stuff comes up, if it's mm-hmm. there and it's funny, then we'll do it. It's not like we've got a secret agenda mm-hmm. to find Tony Abbott yeah, yeah, funny yeah. bits of vision like." There's just a range of vision that's viewed, and if funny bits pop up, then they'll be used. Like what, no- what you don't understand are, is conservatives are funny as a rule. Oh yeah, <laughs> they are funnier than uh, the liberals. Uh, smaller liberals. <laughs> There's um, a hilarious um, uh, Twitter account called the Department of Australia. Uh, I don't know if you caught up. No, with it. no. Um, Sounds the, good though. The guy uh, Leslie Nassar runs it. 
and this is the guy that was fake Stephen Conroy. Oh, um, yeah, was, yeah. And dealt with all of the, the fallout of that. Was also um, the fake Today Tonight account. And what he does is he takes press shots or, or photos of the day of politicians and then captions them in a way that you might not expect or is in, uh, exacerbates right. our perception of them. So there was a picture today of Barnaby Joyce with a llama uh, and, and the, the, the comment... <laughs> of, of, of course there was. Yeah, yeah. The, and it was Barnaby <laughs> Joyce with kind of a weird kind of he didn't understand face. And the, the well, what were his people saying when that photo to, was taken? Yeah, were they yeah. saying, get the llama closer to Barnaby? Or were they yeah, saying, yeah. Get, get him away from the llama? Can we get a llama? <laughs> 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 the comment was something like... Um, I don't know what you are, weird lamb dog, but I'm going to make sure that I end your life. And, and the the one recently where it was Tony Abbott, which is what Barnaby Joyce could well have said. Oh, very likely. Yeah. Um, Tony Abbott and and someone, uh, whoever the environmental minister could be, uh, were off at the gr- launch uh, of the Green Greg Army. Hunt, Greg Hunt is he? Could Greg be? Hunt is he? Greg Hunt. Anyway. Yeah, that is the environmental. Yeah, they're minister. off at the launch of the Green Army, and they're out there in in effectively like their jackets and ties taken off. So they're in business slacks, you know, shiny shoes, business shirts, digging holes in the middle of the forest, planting trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like the first rule of Green Army is wear business casual. <laughs> it's all these great digs. It's so funny. And it's it's equal opportunity. It's not an agenda, you know, towards yeah. or against what the government. What a shit policy, direct action, for fuck's sake. Uh, Can I correct something that early please. in the podcast, I, I just had a, a, a little a mini stroke and I couldn't remember <laughs> uh, that headline, which is, oh, it's yeah. Nedden dies on the job. <laughs> okay, oh, it's right. Nedden, cool. Billy's, Billy's Nedden. Nedden. Yeah. Died on the having job. sex uh, with someone, a woman who's not his wife, and he actually had a heart attack and died. And that was the headline in, in the truth. Yeah. dies on the job. And the I, truth. You know, I just needed to fix that because I was just fucking furious the, myself. And the problem remember. nowadays is that. Oh, we, and sorry, while we're going yes. back. And let's go back to. Yeah. Uh, Tying Dan, it all up. Dan Falzon was the neighbours actor. Thank oh. you. Who was on that <laughs> comedy <course>. tour. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it all up rather nicely. So that's the problem with, with a lack of sub editors these days. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the real art of sub editing. It wasn't just looking at the grammar and the form and the state but it was often yeah. going I reckon I can come with what about four I? decent pun titles yeah, for this yeah. article and then a real one and, and we'll pick which one we can go with depending mm. on the, the calibre of the, the paper and now it's up to the journo and half the time they're publishing it online first so it's got to be rushed out yeah. there to get it and you see stupid things like uh, insert title here yep. um, <laughs> like errors and that's sometimes there are even headlines things. without puns in them I know. Oh, it's fun. Who does that? What's the point? <laughs> like, haven't you had time to or something? Where's the craft? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. They should be fired. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we've wrapped up all the things. We agreed about a lot I of stuff. I do a thing. I just want to quickly say, Quick. I've been noticing fucking lots of more massage places around can you walk down any strip there's yeah. massages everyone's it getting is a thing is that a thing and I'm big and I'm hugely in favour I know but what's but the massage places where I, have a, I have a friend that swears Best 9 out quotes. of 10 of them will Rub and provide additional services yeah right well, I just noticed walking down the street, massage, massage, massage. But that thing that there's that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where um, where Larry goes to a massage place, and she goes, "Do you want me to? Do you want me to finish you off?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And then she reaches under, and and he goes, "There's a shot look on his face for a little while," and then he says, "Stop, stop." And then he's worried, how many tugs does it con- does it constitute t- cheating? Mm. So he said seven. <laughs> Does that mean I've she did seven tugs before? 
before he said stop. Does that constitute cheating? <laughs> it's classic Larry David. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to answer the question. Uh, well, uh, here, I'll answer the question for you. I went to, I went to th- with, with a story. I went to Thailand at the end of last year with my girlfriend and a bunch of her friends, six gay guys. Right? You're still saying girlfriend. Uh, fiance. Yes, There's eight of correct. us, right? <laughs> There anyway, you, you go for it and six gay guys. And six gay guys, right? So all of us were staying in this just sort of villa, or whatever. Anyway, all the gay guys went out and got massages this one day, and they all came back and they were laughing at dinner because one of the guys had been offered a happy ending, and of course he said no, and he was they were laughing about ah, oh, yeah. you know. Anyway, so I said to my girlfriend, I said, well, what, what if I'm getting a massage, and. You know, just it's a happy ending comes up, and I is that cheating? So I ask, yeah, yeah, I go yeah. straight to the source. Yeah, sure. right. I ask my fiance, and she says, oh, "Look, you know, if you didn't go there looking for it, and it just oh, kind of, <laughs> and it just kind of bobbed up mid, bobbed up like the the concept of of did. bobbed up mid <laughs> massage, uh, then you know, I guess it's not that big a deal." So this is my, but what, but the effect of that is, was that it made me anxious about going for a massage. So for the rest of the, yeah. the oh. I only got foot massages yeah. the rest of the holiday. <laughs> you didn't want that, the spectre of, <laughs> yeah. of fucking, you know, limbo getting rubbed in soil. Yeah. It had become a thing. Yeah, right? yeah. So now if I went and got a massage to come back, the first thing is, what did you get? Oh, so it did. Yeah, yeah no. and it would have been really awkward. No? What are you talking about? <laughs> so I only got foot massages for I had the rest a of the holiday. Who, whose whose wife would, would actually plead for him to go out and get and get like looked after really? and those things because she just said anything, just get off my back, you know. <laughs> Stop it now. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, but so wow. he never would. Mm. So, so it's a funny world, isn't it? Always so, is it cheating? Ones, I think it, it might be a case by case. <laughs> <laughs> I have no uh, understanding of this world, Claire Hooper. No idea. Um, we'll get involved. There's such places <laughs> popping up everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure they are. Uh, such places. Yeah, I'm sure they are everywhere. And I'm sure that they're mostly <laughs> everywhere. I just couldn't believe it. I was going down. I was walking down uh, Bridge, uh, Swan Street. Um, to go to Coles, that massage place, massage place. We just had a massage Chinese. place in our mall near where I live convert from a massage place to a hairdresser's. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, wow. Right, well, they're, that moving, just... they're moving out of the mall. What? It goes against... It goes against the trend. The, bu- right. the bucking yeah. the trend that's still taking place here uh, in Melbourne. Uh, I reckon there's five within ten minutes walk from my house. How, many, how many times a week do you go? Uh, no, I don't go times a week. I am... Oh, a month. We, uh, I, I wish it were more because I'm always really glad I did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you go and you go, 20 bucks, 20 minutes, just and you just, if you've been sitting at the laptop, you feel amazing afterwards. Yeah. It's the best. yeah. If you find there a good be, one, there, would, there yeah. would be people listening to this right now thinking to themselves, Claire Hooper hasn't answered the question, is it cheating? So they would want to know. Oh, I just love a you female are amazing opinion. Limo. You are such a radio talent. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, is it. Seven, yeah, I seven. Think, I think it is seven. cheating if it's not endorsed. If it's not endorsed. If it's yeah, not sanctioned afraid, by the partner. I'm afraid so. I think, <laughs> I, I like, I think you're bold for bringing it up and it is sanctioned and so it is not cheating. Uh, Look, I'm just looking to get a bill through. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I got uh, a massage uh, and then my belly exploded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did it. Thank you. There we go. And now my baby needs to be fed. So yes. I'm out of here. That's you guys can keep talking about belly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the no, belly podcast is done. Claire Hooper, how can people track you down on the internet should they want to? Yeah, well, lucky for you, I've started doing it. So you can find me on 
somewhere on Facebook. Like you just look up Claire Hooper on Facebook. I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty new with this, and um, and I'm at the Claire Hooper on Twitter. The only too, as in the only Claire Hooper, but the Claire Hooper. Oh, well, the only yeah. Claire Hooper that does what you do that looks like you. Sure, great. So yeah, you can find me on, on Twitter. <laughs> I made that harder than it should be. I'm sorry. No, thank you. Uh, Lemo at Lemo23 mm. or Lemo.com.au or Lemo on Facebook. In all of the places. At Lemo23 if you want any actual action from me. Yeah, if right. you just want to look at something that's sat still for ages, go to the website or Facebook. Is it sanctioned yeah, on Twitter? Yeah. It's, uh, everything's sanctioned. And Lemo at Hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. You don't know want to send me an email. I hope those spam filters are working. I've got a Hotmail account. Please send Lemo some email. Oh, that would be delightful. Yeah. Go for it. Adam Just, Zwar. If you're offering massages, you know he's good for it. <laughs> he's been, got a free pass. I've been sanctioned. I've been sanctioned. <laughs> it's a sanctioned rub. Where do people find you? Uh, Adam Zwar uh, on Twitter. Or one word. Yeah. And, of course, you'll be on 10 Let's shortly in Party Tricks. Yes, yep, yep. I don't know when that's coming out. Do you know when that's oh, coming out? I know out? that it's in August. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Oh, um, cool. So I play... A kind of a Christopher Pine. Pine. <laughs> oh, lucky so, you. So a politician. I yeah. cannot hear the words Christopher and Pine in the same yeah. sentence ever since I saw, saw Mooney. Mooney's stand up show this year. Yeah. Christopher Pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it just kills it. But you know, Pine wears that, that really tight suit to keep his gainers in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you mustn't see what's actually in my heart. You know, I, yeah. I'm just joking about gainers, but you know, mm. anything. He oh, doesn't want we'll anything, anyone to see nothing. Doesn't no one to see nothing. So Adam is yeah. on Party Tricks. Limo is on Utopia starting 13th yes. of August on yes. ABC. Claire is continuing to amaze as she does stand up and all sorts of things. You've got oh, a yeah. fringe show coming up. Fleeties die on your feet's on one. It is oh, this yeah. Thursday. That's a thing that I'm in because I do I do sex with Fleety. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Over yeah. the course of six, eight yeah. episodes, and, I think. And then we'll just start the podcast again. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Reset. Yeah, sex <laughs> with Fleety no. in week one. But, you know, you want to follow the storyline, so you may as well start. Yeah, lots of people involved. Christ. Sad part is you don't even get a credit on the Wikipedia page. Was it? Oh, whatever. Was it a closed set? Uh, you know how they close the set when there's a sex scene going on? Oh, no. Everyone turned up. Oh, <laughs> right. They say it's not a necessary crew, generally. Right. Has there been a porn parody of Die on Your Feet? <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's quite meta. It's a porn parody of itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had a yeah, Claire had sex with Fleety and then his bell end exploded. Good night. <laughs> you have just heard an unpopular podcast. Find more unpopular podcasts at unpopular.com.au.